Radio Podcast with Seth and Jess. You've seen the memes, the TV ads, all the posts on social media telling you, take a break. It's time to get some rest. You deserve it. Sure. And I believe it. (laughs) I think it's true. I feel like these days, at these times especially, if you can take care of yourself, actually, you should make time to take care of yourself. You should rest. And I really believe you don't have to earn your rest. I don't think you have to work for a chance to rest. Like some of us feel like, okay, I've put in all this work. I've put in all this time. Now I deserve to rest. No, you are a human. (laughs) You get that time as a human, as a being, you deserve rest. Your body needs rest. And your mind. And your mind. Seriously, you need Serious rest. rest. So what we want to talk about today is the whole culture of rest and self-care. Because there are people, there are professionals, there's a whole group of people right now that say, yeah, you do need rest. But right now we're putting too much emphasis on this whole self-care thing and it's turning into selfishness. Sure, I can I can see both sides of the coin, right? Mm-hmm. Now, first of all, this may come as a surprise to you, mm-hmm. but I'm a huge proponent of taking good care of yourself. Yeah. And one of the main things why I started feeling that way is if you don't take care of yourself, how are you going to be able to take good care of the people around you who are depending on you? Because mm-hmm. if you crash and burn, then you're not able to do all the things that you've got to do. My mom was one of those women that just flat out would work herself down to the very bare nub. She ended up in the hospital with pneumonia one time because she would not stop when she felt a cold coming on. She just kept going and kept going. Next thing you know, she's in the hospital for, gosh, this was a long time ago. I think she was in the hospital for nearly 10 days, Mm. and that put a huge hardship on the rest of the family because what do you mean mom's not here? Who's going to cook dinner? What are Who's we going to do? do? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so I am a huge proponent of taking good care of yourself. I believe it is a responsibility of ours. Yeah. And you know what? We learned from our moms, from our moms. Yeah. I know I did because growing up, I watched my mom too. She worked so, so hard. She done so much for us. And I remember seeing my mom work 12, 13, 14 hour shifts, come home, take care of us, maybe sleep for an hour and get up and get us ready for school and like do it all over again. I'm like looking back now and being an adult, I'm like, where did she get the energy? Where did she do all of this? And then when I became an adult, I thought, okay, that, that was my example. So I had to do what my mom did and I used to run myself ragged Mm -hmm. and I just felt that was, this is how it is. And it wasn't until I, you know, got older, I was like, oh my goodness, my body is not sustaining. And it wasn't until I got sick a couple years ago that I was like, I can't keep doing this. Right. I got to slow down. And unfortunately it's a lot of us who have gotten sick Mm-hmm. who are unhealthy, who've gained a lot of weight, yep. realize we are not taking care of our bodies and we're at the point where we are forced into resting yeah. and forced into self-care. And it shouldn't come to that. Like we got, We've got to get to a point where 
we can take care of ourselves and practice self-care before it gets to the point where we are having to live better, try to work on getting more healthy before we're forced into it. Do you know what I mean? I, I do, and I think guilt has a big part of it. Yes. Oh, um, my goodness. Yeah. So I think I've, I've mentioned before that uh, my mother-in-law, my wife's mom, mm-hmm. lives with us. And this is a woman who was born uh, around World War II mm-hmm. and grew up in a, in a Depression-era uh, home where you had to get up at the crack of dawn and you didn't even think about stopping until the very last minute. Um, and to this day, she is an individual whose mindset is, I must take care of everyone else before I even think about myself. Yeah. And... I don't think she would mind me saying she's 85 years old and she cannot keep that schedule. She just can't. She wants to. Her heart is such that I want to give, give, give. But the body and her physical heart Mm -hmm. is such, nope, you need to stop. You need to rest. And I see it in my wife. Again, forgive me, sweetheart, if I'm revealing things. But I see it in my wife of that I can't stop. I can't quit right now, even though I'm exhausted or I'm starting to feel bad. I can't stop because I still got things to do. Yeah. That guilt of have to take care of everybody before I take care of myself. And that, I think, is a mindset that we have to work at setting aside. Um, getting rid of guilt is easier said than done. I, there are, I understand that you can't just, oh, you know what? I'm not going to feel guilty about that today. I'm done with guilt. Some people can, I guess. Yeah. But you have to work at it and realize, you know what? It's okay that I stop. I'm tired. Those dishes that are in the sink, I don't like it. They can wait till tomorrow. <laughs> the clothes that are sitting in the, on the hamper, they can wait till tomorrow. I need to stop. I need to sit and rest so that I can get up and keep going tomorrow or whenever. I get that. And first of all, laundry, not doing laundry is about the only thing I don't feel guilty about. But everything <laughs> else, right? I have had all the guilt about, especially as a mom who has always worked outside the home. And um, I know stay-at-home moms, you, you may have your own set of guilt situations, right. but I can only speak from my experience. And as being a mom who's always worked outside of the home, with the exception of a couple years that I decided, okay, I want to stay at home for a couple years. Um, and I still even had guilt then, but most of my guilt came from um, working outside the home. And there were times... When I felt like, okay, if I have to decide between going to my child's function and having to work, then I felt bad about that. And so there comes a point when you have to push yourself to do it all. Yeah. And it's hard to not try to do all the things, Mm -hmm. especially as a parent. Mm -hmm. And so what do you do? You push yourself. Mm -hmm. You push yourself. And if that means you don't get eight hours of sleep, you just don't get eight hours of sleep. If that means you not getting enough rest or 
you not doing the healthy thing to make somebody else happy. If that means neglecting taking care of yourself, but your child has a smile on his face, mm-hmm. that's well, what I, we do. I get it. As a I, dad, I mean, do you know what way. I mean? I, that's I completely just, do. That's what has happened. And unfortunately, later in life, your body pays the price. You know what I mean? And that's, you know, what has happened for me. And so now that, you know, my kids are out of the house, and I'm not telling you to wait until you get to be 45 years old and an empty nester like me. You want to start early taking care of yourself, even if it's little increments at a time. Mm-hmm. To schedule yourself 30 minutes a week, an hour a week if you have to. I wish I would have done that. I wish I would have, like, scheduled that time because you need that. And another thing um, I didn't realize early on is I thought that when you talk about resting and and self-care, I thought self-care always meant spending money. If I'm going to practice self-care, it means that I'm going to go spend money or buy something for myself. And now that I'm older and a little wiser, I know that self-care means uh, maybe taking a walk. Self-care means, okay, draw myself a bath. Um, Now that I don't have any little fingers under the bathroom door (laughs) or somebody knocking on the door when I'm in the bathroom. What you doing, Mom? I know. And um, self-care can mean scheduling more quiet times. Mm -hmm. Self-care can mean, okay, I'm going to set aside 15 extra minutes to read my Bible today. Like self-care can mean so many other things. Self-care doesn't always mean spending money. Exactly. Like I had to get that through my head because there was a time that I thought, okay, my self-care is going to go buying myself a pair of shoes. I, and that's I, not necessarily I self-care. Do you know what I mean? It is retail therapy, <laughs> which mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. there are some benefits. Okay, I'm not going to say you should never do that. There's some okay. benefits of reward. <laughs> I know. Look who I'm talking to. Uh, there's some benefits, and there's there's some legitimacy about rewarding yourself for hard work or a goal that you've accomplished. Definitely. That's a, It's important. Um, I'll give you an example. Yesterday, I got home, and I was exhausted. But I needed to go do the grocery shopping, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I told the family, guess what? We are going to make do and find whatever we can here in the house this evening because I'm not going grocery shopping. Boom. I'm crashing for a nap. I'll see you in about an hour. Okay. And it was one of those things where I started to lay down. I thought, you know what? Just go get it done. Get up and go do it because you need to do this. And I'm like, no, I physically am exhausted. I'm getting a nap. Took a nap, felt so much better, and uh, as soon as we're done today, I'm going to go take care of the grocery shopping. That's gonna that's on my list of things to do. But I had to make myself stop, and there was the guilt of well, what if there's no you know Captain Crunch in the pantry? What if what if there's not this? What if there, it's it's okay? They're going to survive. But did you die? Exactly. (laughs) But see, that's the thing, though. And you listen to your body because a lot of times (laughs) when your body is like telling you, you are so tired, you can't go on. What do we do? We push ourselves and we keep on going anyway. And we don't rest and don't slow down. And a lot of times when we are so exhausted, when we are so depleted, our body is like talking to us and we don't listen. At my age, my body makes a lot of noises. (laughs) Cereal, snap, crackle, and pop. Sure, those noises too. <laughs> um, but 
you know what? As long as we're talking about the extreme of of working yourself to the bone, working yourself down to just complete exhaustion, we started talking about the whole self care culture and how it's beginning to have some blowback. Some people yes. saying, "Oh, now hold on," because just as if you can be the extreme of working yourself to complete exhaustion, you can also start <laughs> taking a little too much time for well, self care. It's like I'm sorry. But it's my time today for my two-hour shower routine. Oh, yeah. And so, so I'm not going to be doing anything right now for two hours because it's my shower time. Okay. So we talked about this on the show uh, last week. It's called um, an everything shower. It's this trend um, Gen Z's and millennials started. And it is called the everything shower. And it's called the everything shower because... It is where they literally do everything. And Seth, I know a lot of this, you're going to be like, what? Why are you doing all this? Like exfoliating. They use uh, a variety of cleansers, serums, Uh oils. I mean, the bottom of the feet to the top of the head. They do all of this stuff. And it takes like an hour to two hours. You're supposed to do it like on a Saturday or a Sunday. And it's this whole thing. Thing. It's like this whole craze. And, sure. And it's called an everything shower because you take this one day to do all the things. You're shampooing, your nails, your like everything. And it's men and women. And this is like a whole, whole thing, y'all. Seriously, look it up. Okay. It sounds and luxurious. It's very luxurious. Not I'm for me. Maybe not for you. Right. But I'm the kind of guy, I use A-soap. Mm, okay. Right. All right. Hair, body, engine degreaser, whatever. It it just it's all great. Just one? Okay, yeah. anyway. Um so <laughs> maybe two. So anyway, this is a thing. And yeah. people are like, What? Why are you doing this? Okay, now even for me, this is a little extreme. Sure. I haven't had uh not even an hour long shower since like years because no. my kids like they ruined that for me. Well, <laughs> like, and, you know. And, and in our household, who else needs the hot water? Yeah, Don't be sitting like, in there for an hour because somebody else needs a shower. There's that whole as you know, a parent, thing. you just get used to, you know, being in and out yep, there. But yep. anyway, I, this is the way I feel about it. Now, it's not my thing taking an hour to hour shower. Right. However, if you have time for it and that's your thing, if that's how you relax. If that's what you need, that's your business. Right. I'm not going to get all upset and get my undies in a wad over it because that's your thing. Right. And, you know, I get how some people can say, yeah, you're taking this whole self-care thing too far. You're getting too selfish. But do you ever stop to think that some people might need the extra? Mm-hmm. Some people could be hanging on by a thread mm-hmm. and they may need the extra time. Like right. you, you don't know people's lives. You don't right. know what people are going through. So, you know, one thing I am really trying to do these days is not judge other people. It's kind of like worry about yourself. Like <laughs> I know True. it sounds harsh and I could be totally wrong about some people. Well, and not I'm not harsh. saying I, I'm not saying I get it right all the time. And I'm not saying that I never judge people because, yeah, I still do. But in some situations, like, is it for us to judge how long somebody takes a shower? No. Is it for us to judge, like, if somebody is taking 
two days during the week to practice self-care. Is right. it for us to say it's selfish? Like and that think, person could be going through so much anxiety. Like, a, like, is it for us to say it's selfish? That's all no. I'm saying. And I think most people would say, okay, you've had a, a rough patch. Maybe you've been through some things and you need a little extra time to, to recharge, re, re get, get yourself reevaluated and, and ready to go again. And I think most people in a reasonable mindset would be like, yeah, sure, take some extra time. I think where the criticism comes in, and I think this is the extreme. Again, those that work themselves to the nub, that's the extreme. Mm-hmm. The extreme on the other side is, listen, um, I'm really not going to be able to do this whole eight hours a day work thing <laughs> because I have to take care of myself. That really impedes on me time. So I'm going to need to... I'm going to need to only do six hours a day, but oh, no, no, no. I still need the the full pay and the full benefits, but you're impeding on me time and I'm more important than that's where I think the criticism starts pushing in. It's like, okay, listen, <clears throat> we live in the real world and you're going to have to, you know, you got to, you got to do the life. You got to do the stuff. You got to be you, real about it. You've made me feel a little convicted right now. Why? Oh boy. Be- no, because you said that. You just made me realize I totally judged my own kid a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Yes. You got to right, Oh, pal. my word. I'm totally putting my son on blast here. But my kid, he's he's got this thing down. Okay, so he works full he works a full-time job and he goes to college. Yeah, that's a lot. And um so <laughs> the other day, he comes over once a week for dinner after work. And he um, he's a hard worker when he's there. Right. When he is not there and when he's not doing his homework, he is a social butterfly. When I tell you he is going to live his best life, mm-hmm. he's going to spend time with his friends, he's going to take trips. He is he's probably doing one of these everything shower things to be honest. Like he <laughs> he is that type. Okay. And so he was over one night and he goes. Ah, oh, working a 40-hour week is like, oh, my goodness. Like, I can't stand it. And I was like, okay. Like, I totally judged him. Uh-huh. I was like, y'all kids today, it's like, what do you expect? At 40 hours, try mm-hmm. working 50, 60 hours a week. Like, mm-hmm. come on, it's 40 hours. And he was like, look, Mom. He was like, 40 hours is okay. He was like, if I could afford it. I would work 32 hours because 32 hours a week or a 30 hour week mm-hmm. because my personal time is important. Me spending time with my friends and family is just as important as work. He said, I need that time. I need that mental space. Uh-huh. He said, that's important to me. Yeah. He said, I need that time. And the whole time he was telling me that, all I kept thinking is, you lazy. <laughs> Even though, let me get this straight. <laughs> Full-time job and full-time college schedule? I guess in That's that moment. That's two full-time jobs. In that moment, I kept thinking, he just wants to hang out with his friends. And I wasn't really thinking, you know what? He has a point. Yes, he needs to work. He needs to support himself. But it is important for him to have a personal life as well. That is so important. It is. And I guess because he's my kid and I raised him to have a great work work Mm -hmm. ethic like myself, Mm -hmm. like, I guess I see him as working 
hard like I did in my 20s. Right. And kids today, the kids that I know, they know this rest thing right away. And that's not how we grew up. No. We grew up working hard mm-hmm. and we didn't learn to rest until now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these Gen Z millennials, they're learning okay, we're going to rest when we can and we're going to work hard now. But when we get a chance to break, when we get a chance to practice self-care, we're going to do it now. Mm -hmm. And it's like, as I say, you know, don't judge. I'm finding myself judging them for knowing when to take breaks. You know, and I think as you find... that makes any sense. No, it does. (laughs) I think as you find that that nice middle path of not working yourself to death, but also not slacking just so you can have me time, you find that balance. Oh my goodness, life, work, balance, whatever. When you find that balance, I think you'll find that those individuals that find that groove Mm -hmm. last longer. But yes. Mentally, physically, emotionally, the whole bit. They, they can run further in the marathon of life than yes. we do when we burn ourselves out. Yeah, but I still wholeheartedly agree. You don't know what people are going through. That's exactly right. You don't know what people are going through. And that person who needs that extra break mm-hmm. or that person who needs to sleep in just a little bit, you don't know what makes them, what stops them from right. jumping straight up out of the bed. You know what I mean? Yep. So. In other words, think about others more than you think about yourself. Thanks for listening. If you have questions or comments, send them to podcast at spiritfm.com. This is a production of Positive Alternative Radio. The Jesus Fix It podcast with Seth and Jess is sponsored by Mardell Christian and Education Store. Mardell has the largest Bible selection with over 2,000 different Bibles to choose from. Best-selling books are 40 to 50% off every day, and all others are 20% off. Hey, I love discounts. Mardell has expanded their apparel department and now offers more Christian apparel selections for the whole family. You can sign up at Mardell.com to receive the Mardell emails and be notified of sales, events, and receive coupons directly to your inbox. Try the Peas and Carrots podcast for more encouragement. Brian and Kayla share life from their piece of the vegetable patch. Expect to laugh, find common ground, and hear stories you can't wait to share. It's a podcast about doing life together, growing in Christ together, and learning to laugh no matter what comes your way. Search Peas and Carrots podcast wherever you listen to podcasts today.